Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got an awesome wheel-turning conversation with Eric Brotman. Um, please go check out that episode, especially towards the end. We get into some amazing tax-free ways to get your kids set up for life and yourself as well. And a lot of, there was some very obvious, but very detailed and, and ingenious ways of thinking about things. But this is the High Impact Series. And so in this, we're going to try and find something actionable for you to be able to take away. We're going to ask the one big question. And then you're going to be able to go have a money talk with your kids. Give, take away the excuse of you don't know where to start or you don't know what to talk about. Listen to this for the next few minutes and go have a money talk with your kids. It's going to do two things. One, it's going to change their financial trajectory because anything that you do and being able to place them gives them an advantage throughout the rest of their life, which is going to be exponential. And then the second part of this is you're going to want to open this up the relationship that you talk about money. You are a money talker. It is not taboo in your house. And so as your kids have opportunities and they have challenges later in life, they know that they can come to you and discuss it with you. And so with that, Eric, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, cool, man. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Uh, the one thing that I would teach that I've, I've used with my own daughter um, as starting at a very early age on allowance is how to be a good saver and how to be a good philanthropist. Um, and so learning the value of a dollar is uh, not an easy thing to do because we don't use a lot of cash currency anymore. Kids aren't counting change and figuring out what they have left to get their gumballs, right? I mean, that's just not the way it works anymore. Now it's all, it's all swipes and, and so forth. So, um, when my daughter approached me and said, you know, dad, I'd, I'd like to get some allowance, we had to talk about it. And we did have that conversation. And it started with what are some actionable things where it's not charity, what are some actionable things that are age appropriate, you can do it around the house to, to earn some allowance. And then the second thing was, once we decided on the allowance, how are we going to teach her to use that properly so that it's not frittered away immediately. So what I did was I had her go to a craft store and buy three clear jars. And then I had her decorate them. And one of them says fun. And one of them says long-term. And one of them says charity. And every week, she gets $5 a week in allowance. No big deal. But they're five $1 bills. And every week, at least $1 has to go to the charity jar. And at least $1 has to go to the long-term jar. The other three can go anywhere she wants. And to her credit, the three don't always go into fun. Sometimes she chooses to do the other things, which is very cool. So last year was the first full year that we were able to do this. And so at the end of the year, two activities happened. One, I physically took her to the branch office to meet the branch manager, and we opened an account with her long-term money. Now, the account is paying so little interest that I don't even show her the statements that show her the penny of interest because it would be disheartening. She'd be like, why bother, Dad? Which I don't blame her for that part, um, but we want to grow it, and so we'll do this year in and year out. So number one, she's growing a savings account for something that's, that's more major. Um, and then the second was we went online and we found charities that would appeal to her to make a gift. And ultimately, she chose St. Jude's. So we, we found a hospital for children. And she, the, what was in the charity jar, I took that and we made a gift online to that. And she now gets mailers from, from that charity. And it wasn't a huge gift, but to her, it was a meaningful, it was at least 20% of her allowance. Um, and it felt so good for her. She realized that that value of that dollar was totally different for somebody who really needed it because they were sick than it was for her who wanted to goof off. And so she's, she's learned to be a saver. She's learned to be a philanthropist and she still has money for fun, which I, I would certainly not tell her, take all of it and put it away. No one, 
thou shalt not is not necessarily the best way to, to teach money. So it wound up being a really impactful thing and really a lot of fun too. I imagine some of the conversations were pretty fun too, right? The, the, the like, conversations about long-term, it's hard because there's no interest. I mean, it, you know, back in the day when money markets were paying five and a half percent, you know, for every hundred dollars you put in, you could see it grow. Now you can't, you really can't. And so in a low interest rate environment, it's, it's, it's a bit of a disincentive. Now I also didn't want her picking a common stock and buying that because it's a little, we're a little early. Yeah. Right. For, for that kind of lesson. And I don't, I don't want to teach her volatility uh, with that little bit of money because that teaches her gambling, quite frankly, we'll talk about investments later, but um, th the conversations around charity were awesome. Yeah, they really were figuring out what is this going to be kids? Is it going to be the elderly? Is it going to be a, a food bank kind of thing? Is it going to be um, something around school? Is it going to be around animals? Like what, what would you like to do? And ultimately, she chose, you know, sick kids. And what could be more amazing for a child to be able to do than maybe help other children? Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, that's the part that we have these kind of impactful conversations with them that we find, I, I mean, for me anyway, I find them fulfilling on my side, mm -hmm. but I think about the almost compound interest effect of that, that it may be resonating with her and she might feel good about it right now, but she doesn't think, but you're, you're laying these seeds in there, right? right? And then all of a sudden these things can grow and there's a different way that she sees the world. Right? If, if in 10 years, when she gets her first job out of school or whatever that looks like, if she's still in the habit of putting away a percentage and paying herself first with a percentage of that into her own long-term savings, mm -hmm. 401k or whatever it is, and then she also continues to make meaningful charitable gifts, whatever's meaningful to her, to things that are important to her, I feel like I will have done my job. In terms of teaching money, we, we can get into the, the ins and outs of this kind of account and all the technical stuff, but at a young age, just to learn that a dollar for you might be different than a dollar for somebody else and, and that immediate gratification isn't necessarily the best way to shop. Well, I think that opens the whole part of the thing of like materialistic, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you, you should buy something that you really want or it's going to benefit you, not because it feels good to buy it. And that, that one shift is massive because that's the society's pushes you to do is, is to go in, buy everything that you get an impulse to buy and then have that little high of it. And then not even think, you know, and then never use it again or, or whatever, you know? And it's like, I think that there's a, there's a big underlying principle into those three jar theories that, that pushes against that. And kind of what we talked about before, where I said, you know, there's not a lot of new personal finance, right? And you said, well, no, there is. There's, but we're in, but that's in the weeds part, right? Right. I'm right, back well, in absolutely. the, I'm in, I'm in the principal portion, uh -huh. not, uh -huh. not in the strategy portion, right? Oh yeah. And so in the principal portion of, I got to pay myself first, right? Right. That one habit will differentiate you from 95% of the of people, especially if you have it early. You might get Correct. there later. That that percentage changes later because people go, holy cow, I'm going to retire. But if you right. get in the history of this goes here. This is what I have to do the rest with, right? And that's a it's a no non-negotiable. You right. will end up probably pretty wealthy. Yeah, if you start young. Yeah. If you wait until you're 53 to start, it's not impossible, but it sure is difficult. It's way way harder. And that's oh, you know, and that's uh, that's that's such a big thing about the jar piece that the principles 
are instilling. It's I hope not, so. Yeah. And it, well, it has to have some sort of yeah. effect, right? Every stimulus I'm, has an effect. So like, yeah. And it's not, it's way more likely that it's going to be good yeah. than it is oh, yeah. going to be bad. Right. <laughs> we, we won't know, like she's not being taught to, to fritter. She's not being taught to be miserly. She's being taught to be thoughtful about it. Um, yeah. And, and I hope you know, someday, whether she's a mom someday or whatever, that there's a point where she's thinking about that going, man, my, my dad taught that to me when I was really little. And I, I've been saving ever since. Yeah, that'd well, be amazing. That'd be yeah, amazing. But, and then it goes to her kids and then it down, 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 right. And that's the part of the thing that I like to try and think about is intentionality with my kids. And so, you know, and, and, and leaving a different, uh, leaving a legacy and changing the trajectory of our family. Right. Yeah. And by doing that, you can't just do it yourself. You've got to have these conversations. Right. And that's the thing that I want with money talkers is that people realize that it's okay to go have these conversations with a nine-year-old. If, right? if you don't, there will come a day potentially where your 43 year old inherits a lot of money from you and has no idea what he or she is doing. And they become uh, a mess and, and they destroy everything you've built or, or your 19 year old comes into a bunch of money because there's a tragedy or something happens and they become Billy Madison. If you know that reference, you, you know, this ruined by wealth, leaving yeah. money, leaving money without intentionality and without understanding is actually, um, it, it's very dangerous and it, and it, it really can ruin somebody. So if you're not good with $10,000, you're not going to be good with 10 million. I can promise you that, right? Look how many lottery, lottery, lottery winners are completely bankrupt. And so mm -hmm. I love that idea of setting that up. And, and if I don't, you know, I think a lot of times people think about like the three jars pieces being for kids, like little kids. Right. Mm -hmm. But I 100% think that you can instill this at any age because well, you can. It, it's a principle. Right. And so, um, yeah. I, I, I think that's a great, um, high impact thought piece and, and to an actionable item piece because you're going to spend that five bucks anyway. Right. Be intentional with your money, right? You're going to spend right. that money either regardless at some point. So be intentional with it, have intentionality to where you're going to still principles with the kids by pushing this together as a, as an actual item. And so I love that idea, Eric. I appreciate it very much. Um, listen, uh, please go check out the full length episode. There's some really good gold nuggets in there. Um, but also go check out lowtaxbook.com and brotmanmedia.com. And, uh, and I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers with me today. Oh, it's been fun. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at The Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker